On today's show, we discuss the Sixers getting completely eradicated last night in Utah. Also, some more footage of our favorite person in the entire universe. And lastly, some more frustrating news as well. Let's go. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into the show. Like always, if you do enjoy this content, please be sure to drop a like on the video. It helps push this content out tremendously around the YouTube sphere as we continue on this grind. Please hit the subscribe if it's your first time seeing me on the channel and hit the bell so you get all the notifications anytime we drop some content. We are just going to hop right into it today. And I think we'll start with the annoying news just to get it out of the way, even though everything on you know, today's agenda is annoying, but it just came out a little while ago that once again, Joel Embiid, Matisse Thibel, and Danny Green will be out for tomorrow's game against the Denver Nuggets. Now, I did not stream the game last night, obviously did not miss too much. We'll talk about it. Um, and, you know, I've, I said that I'm going to try to stream three of the next four. These are on late at night. You know, it's hard to stay up. Then we don't have our players. And, and I, you know, I thought we would be back for at least tomorrow night against the Nuggets. And, and here we have it again. These guys still continue to be out. And, you know, um, I'm not going to make excuses here. But when the Sixers had pretty much half of their team go out, what did I say on my video you know, the NBA needed to shut the Sixers down for about a week. Give us a hiatus of maybe three to four games. At least give us a shot to get back in it. Unfortunately, they did not. I do understand the business side of it. I promise you I do. And this is not me making excuses. I'm telling you. There, there's probably one to two games, maybe two games that we should have won out of the last five as we are now on a five-game losing streak. Uh, but other than that, you know, we have young guys out here playing 40, 42 minutes a night. Um, we, you know, we're, we're tired out of our mind and it's just tough. It really is rough. Uh, you know, we probably should have won at least one to two of these games, but it's just unfair that we have to go through this, especially with our team being fully vaccinated. It sucks. It really does. And now it feels like kind of our momentum is broken. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I also want to say I'm seeing a lot of talk, especially on social media today. I think people are forgetting how good the Sixers looked before essentially half their team went out. This team was 8-2, and two, riding a six-game win streak, and that's without you-know-who even you know uh, pulling up to, to play with the team. This team looked really good. I think we're still going to be a scary team. I think we're, we're not done yet in terms of a finished product. I wouldn't sleep on the Sixers if I was you, but that's just me. That's just me. I'm seeing a lot of people start to doubt this team. I couldn't care less what this team looks like without Joel Embiid. That's just my personal opinion. But anyway... Uh, going further, you know, I hope the NBA is happy. I hope you're happy with this product. I'll tell you what, a lot of Sixers fans were not happy trying to stay up till midnight last night watching a team without Joel Embiid as they're getting absolutely just smacked around by the Utah Jazz. And, and you know, we didn't play well. We didn't bring our best performance, but it definitely sucks. It definitely sucks. And I, I hope all Sixers fans can now see the impact that this team is missing without Joel Embiid's presence. Not even just in terms of scoring, but other areas as well. But anyway, going on to the next thing. This video came out uh, last night. It was another uh, video that surfaced of 2-5. There he is pulling up the hood. He is at St. Joe's Prep School. Guess he's getting a workout in. This was the same place we saw him the other night as we pulled up the image on our video. I said I didn't know if it was legit because it had just came out. But there you have it. Same fit and everything. He's back. I guess that's his hub now. I guess that's where he's going to work out and all. Again, he's doing him. Um, 
And and here's what I have to say. I know that the little stand boys are going to get mad in the comments like they always do. They're still hurt in their feelings. I get it, okay? He was your favorite player. I said the same thing at one time. But, you, you know, somebody has to come and, and bring the facts. Somebody has to come and shine light on what is really going on here. And, and it just goes further to what I've been saying, right? The best chance for this guy to literally come back, build up his value, show that he can still play or, or whatever else, show that he's can be grown about the situation and honestly get what he wants, get his way and get out of here. The best shot to do that was these last five games without Joel Embiid, who he apparently can't play next to or doesn't like to or whatever. But the fact of the matter is he didn't. He didn't. It resembles upon his character. He's a diva. He's a baby. And, you know, it, this was literally the best chance if there was ever a time. But like I've said that last however many weeks, he's just not going to. He will never play a game again for this franchise. He doesn't want to. And it just shows how he's going to handle the situation. So, I mean, it you know, it, it is what it is. But this was the best chance. And if you still somehow think he's coming back, well, you, you need to get smacked upside the head because he's not. He's not. And I commend Daryl Morey for sticking his ground um, or for standing his ground and sticking to his guns. I really commend Daryl Morey for his approach because he's pretty much doing what you do. Uh, hello in business nowadays and in any situation, you want something, you got to give me something in return. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, and Daryl doesn't just want to give this guy away for a bag of Fritos. But at the end of the day, with how we're going about this situation now, it's almost looking like I've been saying, like we, we may need to just get a role player, hopefully some future draft capital, maybe a, a vet that we buy out, create cap space, whatever needs to happen because um, this team obviously will need help, especially when Joel comes back because, you know, they're getting ramped up. But it's just, it's crazy. man. I've never seen a situation like this in my life. Um, Daryl Morey's trying to do everything he can, though. He's, he's sticking like a, a cocky businessman would. You know, you, you got to show me something. You want your way out of here. You should have came back and played for five games, boosted your value, and left. But you didn't. So that's just that's all I have to say about that, essentially. Uh, we will see what happens. I would expect something to happen before the trade deadline. Um, but it's I'm surprised nobody at St. Joe's walked up to the guy and said anything to him. But it is what it is. Anyway, lastly... Uh, oh, and also one more piece, even though this isn't really news at this point, but 2-5 uh, fined again, fined again for uh, failing to travel on the road trip. So this is just, you know, going along the lines of Daryl Moore. It's just a never-ending loop, right? We, Like I said, we have won the war. People were coming at me and saying, oh, what, what were you saying on your last video? Yeah, we won. We won. This guy is never getting out of this. You either come back, boost your value in play, which will not happen, or you just end up just waiting, and the NBA will step in, buy out, whatever needs to happen. Um, but, yeah, you're just going to keep getting fined, so we'll see what happens. But lastly, the Sixers go into Utah last night. Again, it was a late game. I watched about two and a half to three quarters of this game. Probably the worst decision I've made. Uh, we just got absolutely blown out. I don't even want to look at the box score. All I will say is that the bright spot over this five-game losing streak has been Tyrese Maxey, his confidence the way he's stepping into shots, the way he's just not only facilitating but running the floor. Um, and he just looks like a, a, a guy with so much potential. And I, I just see the confidence level of Tyrese Maxey getting better. You know, he's growing as a player. What I will say on top of that is, you know, I like Tobias Harris as, as much as I know he's overpaid, right? 
I know what to expect from Tobias, and that's what I always say to Sixers fans. Like, he's going to give us 20 to 22. We know that he's overpaid, okay? But what I'm seeing over these last couple games that's really irking me is the fact that Doc Rivers incorporates Tobias back into the offense, and then I see Tyrese Maxey standing in the corner for, for 20 seconds of the shot clock. I don't understand. This kid was hot for three games in a row. I mean, he was putting up 30 points. And then Tobias comes back, and you 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 focus the offense completely around Tobias. And meanwhile, he's struggling trying to get back into shape. And Tyrese is just standing around while Tobias and Furkan run pick and rolls. I don't get it. Okay, that that's just what I don't get from an offensive standpoint. Now Curry's gone cold. Even the bench, Niang, they've all gone cold. And it's a tough stretch. And, and what makes it even worse is that, like I said earlier, people are saying, oh, some people are saying this could be a 2-5 um, a lack of a 2-5 issue, like not having him here, not having his presence. No, this is a lack of Joel Embiid presence issue. If you don't see that this guy is a clear-cut MVP amongst others in this league, you're literally going crazy. I mean, look at the Sixers in terms of a defensive standpoint in the paint. I mean, we're watching guys go right in for layups. That wouldn't happen if Joel was there. We're, we're literally getting out-rebounded, out-hustled. Every part of the game is impacted so much by Joel Embiid, and it just shows. It shows in every single way when he is on the floor versus when he is not on the floor. And we need him back desperately. We need more help. And, you know, we're, we're going to see what happens with this whole situation. But I think what I'm, what I'm angry about is the fact that him and Matisse went out, and it just kind of feels like our flow has been broken. So I really hope these guys come together, get it right, and I hope that Doc makes some adjustments. His rotations have been bad, but at the same time, can I even blame his rotations? We have nobody on the floor. We're playing Charles Bassey in meaningful minutes. I mean, we it's just, you know, it's it's really tough from every angle. But uh, Doc's got to get it together. Feed Tyrese. Hashtag feed Tyrese, man. Give this kid a chance. He looks conv- He looks ready to go. He looks ready to take the keys. And if someone's struggling, I want to see the, the offense run through the point guard who has been living up and even more than his expectations in the first 13 games. So that's just my take on it. Tough times, but we will bounce back. And let me tell you, all the people sleeping on this team, uh, they're going to be wrong because this team, when when fully healthy, was very, very scary, and we're not done yet. Those are just my thoughts. I would love to hear from you down below in the comment section. Give me some feedback on all these topics. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.